0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
0: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.
1: Well, traditionally over the years, folks, uh, when we've been watching the Olympics, we think it begins with the opening ceremony and all those beautiful flags and athletes coming into uh, the main main arena uh, to kick it off, but that is not the case. In fact, they start very shortly tonight. The opening ceremony is on Friday, but the football ferns at 11.30pm tonight, New Zealand Time, will be kicking off against the Matildas from Australia. Uh, To get us more prepared for that kick-off, here's News Hub sports reporter and Sky Sport football expert, and she is too, good morning to Narelle Sindos.
0: Hi, Smithy. Oh, that's a very nice set. Welcome. Thank you.
1: <laughs> hey, look, you must be excited about this because, uh, f- first of all, you, you, the, the football fans get to go first. Um, but my word, what, what a tough group. What a tough group they're in.
0: I know. No pressure, actually. Their coach, Tom Somani, said in the press conference yesterday that he actually didn't know that they would be the first New Zealand athletes to compete at the Olympics. So I guess it just adds like a whole other layer of pressure but I find it hard to believe that it's almost been five hundred days since we've had any of our national teams compete on the international stage. So I honestly can't wait. I know 11.30 is a little bit of a late one, but I don't start work till late tomorrow, so I honestly cannot wait for this.
1: I honestly can't either. I I shall, I promise, I shall be watching it and I'll be much more knowledgeable (laughs) about the whole thing uh, by uh, one o'clock tomorrow morning. Take COVID out of the factor. Uh, You know, and it it obviously has been huge in the world of sport, but just in a normal course of events, we don't get the same level of preparation as some of those groups, do we, in in those uh, particular... uh, tournament at the Olympics. We're we're underplayed a wee bit.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think the reason why that is because a lot of our football ferns are spread out across the world. So you've got some in England, you've got some in Iceland, the rest of Europe, a lot over in America, even Australia, and then you've got some based here. So it was very hard for them to sort of have any pre-tournament camp, although they have actually played a warm-up game over there against Great Britain, and they lost 3-0, but that would have been, um, even that game would have been so valuable for them heading into the tournament and, as what you say, is the group of deaths, I mean, you really couldn't have asked for a tougher draw. I remember watching the, yeah, the live draw announcement, and I, oh, I could not believe it. But Australia, though, trans-tasman rivalry to get us started, and yesterday it was actually marked two years to go until the 2023 Women's World Cup, which we're hosting with Australia, so I thought that was pretty fitting.
1: And, and God willing, this horrible thing we're going through at the moment will just be a memory and we can get on it uh, get on with it with crowds uh, that's the other thing empty stadiums for the girls um, It's not going to be easy for a side like USA who get massive amounts of support uh, they're in our group along with Sweden really really tough group no atmosphere going to be tough
0: yeah I think especially more so like you say for America because they are the superstars of football like they outweigh the men's team by far so I think them, they will find it a bit of a struggle but for our Kiwi athletes I don't think it will affect them um, too much um, and I guess yeah I mean they've played America before actually in the 2012 Olympics so the furthest any New Zealand football team has gone at the Olympics was in 2012 and it was the football Ferns they got knocked out in the quarterfinals against America so um, a little bit of revenge on the cards but you'd have to say this first match up against Australia is by far the best chance that we have of winning a match in our poll. And, I mean, as we've seen from previous um, Olympics, you only really need to win one game to make it through. Um, but we haven't actually been in Australia since 1994. Um, but, you know, it's the first time of everything, so who knows?
1: Well, we weren't going to be unbeaten in the Men's World Cup a few years ago. Were we? we were not never going to go through that <laughs> tournament unbeaten, and we did, the only team to do that. Oh, no. So, yeah,
0: I know. So impressive. We,
1: we can always hang our hat on that hook. Uh, look, here's, uh, here's the thing. Tom Samani's side is, is full of some very um, experienced players as well, players that we don't know too much about because, basically, uh, they're all playing overseas.
0: Exactly. I think the one that sticks out for me is Rhea Percival. So she's the most capped footballer um, with men and women. She's by far the most capped. And she's actually been playing for Tottenham Hotspur in England. And she's actually been playing with Alex Morgan, who is um, America's superstar. So she's already got a, a bit of intel from her. And I mean, you look at Australia's lineup and you've got Sam Kirk, you know, plus Chelsea. So a lot of these players have actually come up against each other before. So it's not too much of a new thing. The only sort of one I'm worried about is Sweden because they've only recently um, sort of, I don't know, been on a bit of a good run at the, yeah. at the last few tournaments. So they're the only kind of ones that I'm a bit like, eh, about. But um, I'm, I'm confident that they can get a result against Australia. They've got the players to do so. You look at the um, backup keeper. So we've got Annelite and uh, a young girl up front, Gabby Rennie. They were both part of New Zealand's um, history-making run at the 2018 Under-17 World Cup when they went on to win bronze. So I think those young players are starting to come to light a bit more. They're starting to transition up the age group. So I think those two, if they can get a decent run, they'll be very, very good for us.
1: The focus is the Matildas tonight, though, Noel. please. A draw would be a great uh-huh. result. What about a prediction?
0: Well, honestly, I I hope just a one nil win. I hope, but I don't think it'll go that way. I think I think a draw would be would be pretty lucky. Um, obviously you've probably heard we're missing two of our, our yep. key players, Rebecca Stott, a rock at the back, Rosie White, great up front, both due to illness. So those will be big shoes to fill. But I mean, it is football, and in a tournament like the Olympics, anything can happen. So I'm hoping we sneak by with a one nil win, but my head is probably saying it's more likely going to be a draw.
1: Can I make a promise to you, Narelle? We're going to ring you uh, more often, particularly as the Olympics oh, go on. Right. Uh, we want to um, update because uh, we just need to find out more and more about our chances. Say hey, thanks so much for your time this morning. 11.30 tonight, folks, uh, and it is the football ferns carrying the flag for us in Game 1 of these Tokyo Olympics.